Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This afternoon, the minority in parliament is claiming government intends to burden Ghanaians with more taxes in the 2024 budget set to be presented tomorrow. According to minority spokesperson on mines and energy, who is also a member of the finance committee, John Jinapo, finance minister Ken Oforiata has told them he intends to raise 12 billion cities in revenue as part of the budget. But John Jinapo says his side will not allow this to go through parliamentary First correspondent Kweku Asante joins us with details. Kweku, have you been able to get any response from the majority on these claims? Well, not yet, Aisha. In fact, John Jinapo also fails to give more particulars about this allegation. But we know that ahead of this crucial 2024 budget, the minority and the majority MPs, some of them on the very key committees, finance, agreed food and cocoa affairs. I've all been having standalone meetings with the finance minister, Ken Furiata. Over the last few years, Parliament has been introducing some measures in terms of these budget issues. What Parliament wants to do is they don't want any surprises on the day of presentation. So there are these meetings with um, the finance minister briefing the top echelons of um, the various committees about some of the things that are coming in. Of course, the full details are, of course, not given, but the expectation is that these meetings where the finance ministry on one hand and members of parliament on the other will give both parties a certain understanding of what will go into the 2024 budget. It is one of these meetings that George Napoy is now claiming that the finance minister, Ken Furiata, had told them that he intends to raise 12 billion Ghana cities. He says when they pressed about what exactly this 12 billion Ghana cities is going to come from, the understanding is that it's going to come from more taxes, or more revenue measures that government intends to roll out in the coming days. But John Jinapo says the public is already burdened and they do not agree that government should be seeking to raise 12 billion Ghana cities from these overburdened taxpayers. They want government to cut expenditure. They want government to show commitment that this economic difficulty that the entire Ghanaian populace are currently facing is something that government is also willing under so that we are not putting the burden on the Ghanaians. So that is what the, the minority are claiming through John Zinapo. But we've been trying to get answers from the majority leadership 
and also some majority MPs who have been on the finance committee, very few people are willing to come on the record. For those of them who are able to speak to us off the record, the only information they give us is that they do not want to go ahead of the finance minister. They expect that the minister will present the statement tomorrow, which is just a little, over 20, a little less than 24 hours away, and then the Ghanaian public, as well as members of parliament, We'll get to know what exactly is in the 2024 budget. So, you the minority also, are speaking to the record and making these claims, but their colleagues on the majority side are not coming out. You've also been speaking to former minority leader Aaron so who is asking Ken Oforiata to actually review existing taxes to give private sector some breathing space. What exactly has he been saying? Well, according to Haruna Ibrisu, private sector is crippling. There are so many businesses that are really under intense economic hardship and pressure. And that this 2024 budget must serve as the means to unshackle the private businesses. According to Harry Magrisu, who has been consistent in making these claims that the private sector will be the engine of growth if taxes are reduced, if they are given enough breathing room to be able to recruit more Ghanaians to work, it would deal with unemployment situation. He says that the 2024 budget must not only not introduce new taxes, it must review those taxes that have already been uh, imposed, ELV among others. The claim is that this will give the private sector some breathing space. It will give them some more room to employ more people now and do good business that will enable the economic, uh, economic situation improve in the coming year. Gwagwa Sante is our parliamentary affairs correspondent. Definitely there's more for you in our subsequent bulletins. Former Employment and Labor Relations Minister and Labor Consultant Austin Gami, meanwhile, says the government must tread cautiously in dealing with the demands of labor unions. Government has been on its knees as labor unions rejected a 15% increment in base pay for the 2024 working year. The unions are asking government to increase their base pay by at least 60% down from the initial request of 70%. With less than 48 hours to the presentation of 2024 budget, the government is hopeful it will get a deal with the unions today. Deputy Secretary General of the Trade Union Congress, Joshua Ansa, says that labor unions will continue to reject government's offer if it is not considerate. They are hopeful, however, of reaching an amicable agreement with government but former employment minister Singame says both parties must return to the negotiation table with a positive mindset, adding the interests of labor must be taken seriously by government. He spoke with me earlier on Joy News Desk. The employer called government. We don't want to call government political. Government as employer must demonstrate that they are, uh, are very serious people they would like to cut down costs, and they must. it's a demonstrable thing. It's not going to be a figure of speech. They have to demonstrate to organized labor that they seriously would like to consider cutting down costs in this area, this area, this area, and they will hold them to account for it because they will, they will go to parliament tomorrow to read the budget, and they will have to show that in the budget so that both parties can have assurance that the mess up in the economy will not be, repeat, be repeated next year and going, going beyond that. And so it's for the employer in particular coming under Section 97 to share necessary information which is relevant for the negotiation 
and give labor the commitment that they will be held accountable, they will not overspend, and therefore mess up the economy and create further problems for them again. I think that should be there because labor uh, is not the one in charge. And because we don't have a planned economy management in, in Ghana, uh, obviously they will need a lot more information so they can they can cooperate with, with, with the employer, which is government, uh, to ensure that we do not unbalance ourselves. Weak revenue regeneration and poor management of our power sector is accounting for the serious power crisis the country has had to deal with over the period. That's according to the executive director of the Africa Center for Energy Policy, ASEP, Ben Boachi. Parts of the country are still experiencing power cuts following the energy minister's announcement last week that the fate of the country lies in the hands of the West African gas pipeline. There has been heavy reliance on gas as the cheapest in fueling the country's power generation plants. Executive Director of the Africa Center for Energy Policy, Benjamin Boachi, says our inability to pay WAPCO may take the country back to darkness. He spoke earlier on Joy News Desk. I mean, we need to get ECG fixed as quickly as possible. Um, we cannot energy business as usual, that they cannot collect revenues and it is fine, everybody's happy with it. Um, regardless of how much adjustment you do to the tariff, if the structures to recover revenues are not tight enough or they are not stringent enough, uh, we're still not going to make money. And you can see that even though we have made about 100% adjustment to the tariff, our revenue requirement has actually declined uh, you know, over time which is a signal that we need to uh, uh, fix the management side of things and fix the financial side of things for um, the sector to function. We don't need ministers explaining uh, to us what the problem is all the time when it's a system that is commercially viable and supposed to uh, you know, generate returns, uh, revenues, and pay the value chain. Deputy Minister for Energy Andrew Ejapa Mesa has meanwhile explained there is no official report indicating a shortage of gas or generation and the ministry's assessment suggests sufficient generation capacity to meet the demand. Therefore, any power outage experienced by consumers are presumed to have been localized. Listen. We get an update on our gas situation. Hmm. And then also our generation situation, all the plants that are running. And then every evening, we get an update of the same. As far as I can confirm to you, no such report of either gas or generation came up yesterday. Okay, so as far as the ministry is concerned, there was sufficient enough generation yesterday to meet demand. And so if you have outages in some places, then it must be distribution. And obviously, you know that uh, the system itself, even at the distribution end, has some issues. And if we talk of DOOMCC, we've spoken about the transmission infrastructure that we've worked on, talked about more supply points that we've worked on, uh, you know, the Malam Kaswa 
line that we tend off to fix. Uh, so there's constant improvement in the system, okay, uh, depending on how our financial uh, position is. But uh, like I said, yesterday there was no report of any gas outage or generation outage. And so I suspect that any outages that people may have encountered were localized. Mm. Talking about localized, and since you say you didn't have any report, are there times that you've had report of shortage in gas and shortage in generation? Well, generation is dependent on the fuel. So are there times that you've had that report? Like I indicated to you on Sunday, because of the work that WAPCO had requested. So beyond Sunday, apart from Sunday, are there other times? And, the, and of course, the time that WAPCO took off the reverse flow mechanism because of the... And apart from that, have you also had that challenge? No, we have not. You have never had issues with shortage apart from these two days, these two events? So we've published... Um, I'm listening. We've published um, the word excuse me. We've published outage timetable in the past. Yes. When, for example, in September, uh, ENI did a major maintenance program that then led to an increase in the gas from 210 to 235. We, with assistance on Ministry of Finance, procured some liquid fuel to make up for that uh, shortage in gas. And there was no outage. Uh, of course, in March, April, Ghana gas went off. We procured some liquid to make up. There was some delay. And we published the outage schedule for the Ghanaian public to be apprised of where it is that we were. Uh, beyond these two periods that I can recall, uh, since I went to the ministry, of course, last year uh, or the year before when we were doing the Pokwasi uh, um, bulk supply point uh, uh, works, we published an outage timetable for the benefit of the Gambian consumer. Uh, and so these are the instances that readily come to mind that we have published. Beyond that, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not aware of any generational challenge as a result of capacity or fuel. Let me bring in Ben Bache. I mean, I'll get back to you shortly. Andre Japamesa is Deputy uh, Energy Minister. Three days after two brothers were allegedly shot and killed by a forestry commission task force at a community near a mining site in Infante, the divisional office of the commission in the area remains shut. The youth of Pankokum in the Ahafua North South East District and the family of two murdered brothers have issued a four-day ultimatum threatening retaliation if justice is not served. But Imam Bright Koko, who visited the area, reports residents of Mfante fear the tax force would return. <laughs> a saddened mother 
a sister left in excruciating pain. Wales continue to emanate from the home of Abdul Samed Razak, 35, and Hashmil Usman, 25, after the two were allegedly shot dead by security tax force of the Forestry Commission at a mining site. The family is in pain. You've killed a human like animal. The two were protecting a mining site at Infante, a suburb in the Ahafuano North Municipality, when a security tax force besieged them in a swoop. So we understand this is the very spot one of the deceased um, was laid when he was shot by the security tax force um, right here at um, Infante. As you can see behind me, that's some equipment that were bent by the security tax force when they came here. I haven't really cited much of operations happening, but the few people we found around tell us um, today there haven't been any working by the miners. Out of your sight on the line, my say more beyond the line. The security need one my line or The forestry officer drew a line on the ground that we. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Couldn't cross, but one of the deceased did not heed and went ahead to cross it. That's when they started shooting him. They shot severally, but he survived them. So they surrounded him and hit his neck with the backstock of their gun. The other was shot from behind through his skull. Some miners at the side sustained various injuries with four critically wounded. In 2021, the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources commissioned a community mining scheme to be operated by the Enso Group of Companies. So this is the junction leading to the two mining sites. Um, on my left is a route to the Enso Group of Companies mining sites under the Infante Community Mining Scheme. And this is also another route leading to where the incident happened. The miners, however, claim both sites are under the community mining scheme. But there are fears of a possible return of the tax force to comb the community. 
because gunshots you no know, straight from site or more yeah, incidents in happen or site or yeah, or more from site or no more straight to I could see as we are scared because they might come back. And yet, it's a gunshot nighting. I call for more moon to be. Dear, why in no, I waste you on the bar, waste you on Momba. I'm betting me a moment to me, man, dear cry you through. Back at Pokukrum, there is seeming tension as families of the deceased and the youth threaten to avenge the killing. She said, I'm not doing your monsieur. They hear justice for this time. After burying them, we demand justice within four days. If it doesn't happen soon, we will retaliate. He left behind five children who is going to take care of them. If the laws are working, it must work for us too, else Forestry Commission officers will not operate in this constituency. Officers of the Forestry Division in the area are under lock and key following the threats. That's uh, one of the checkpoints here um, for the Forestry Commission and when we came, um, the occupant here, or the one who is guarding this particular place, is locking down um, the, this particular checkpoint. He tells me he fears that um, the miners can come around and then attack him, and that's why he's locking um, this particular facility. We understand that throughout the day, um, officers here at the forestry division of um, Mankranso have not been at post today. Um, they've locked the offices and nobody came to work today. We understand the checkpoints along um, this particular stretch too. The officers who were supposed to be at post were also not around. Meanwhile, the Ashanti Regional Police Command is probing circumstances leading to the gun attack and consequent death of the two. For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Bright Quickly. Now, our criminologist with the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology has condemned actions by the officers of the Forestry Commission who allegedly gunned down two security guards at a mining site in Infante while calling for the perpetrators to be brought to book. Dr. Jones Opokowari observed many security personnel have become trigger happy. He was speaking with David Akwete on Love FM. away from the infante killing, there might soon be more plastics and fish in Ghana's territorial waters. That's a warning from the Secretary General of the UN Convention on Wetlands. According to Dr. Musunda Mumba, plastic pollution along West Africa's coastline is getting out of control and may require drastic measures to deal with it. Speaking to Joy News' Blessed Soga on the sidelines of the intergovernmental negotiations on plastic pollution, the Secretary General noted plastic pollution is adding complexities to the loss of Ramsar sites and other wetlands in Ghana and across Africa. Plastics are a major pollutant of Ghana's coastline, especially in the capital Accra. While there is no endings to this menace, experts fear there is a grave danger to marine life and tackling climate change. 
It is for this reason that many environmentalists view these intergovernmental negotiations underway in Kenya's capital, Nairobi, as crucial as it is seeking to create a legally binding framework that will check the plastic pollution menace. We produce about 430 million tons a year, and only 10% of that is recycled. 74% ends up in landfills, and from there it goes into the environment, or it already goes straight into the environment. So we have to take action. We also understand that there are chemicals associated with these plastics, many of them harmful. And we also, of course, understand that when we end up burning plastic, we are causing significant climate impact. Crucial. This instrument is not about recycling and improving recycling. This instrument is not just about uh, waste management or cleanups. It is about a complete rethink on how we use plastics. Each year, countries around the world generate over 350 million metric tons of plastic waste. That's equivalent to about 10 fully loaded garbage trucks. These weights end up being either in the ocean or gets incinerated, which is associated problems of plastic pollution is the reason for which countries around the world including Ghana are converged here in Kenya to try and find a lasting solution by introducing an international binding treaty on the plastic menace. Also attending the summit is Dr. Masumba Mumba, Secretary General of the Convention on Wetlands who disclosed worrying signals about the level of plastic pollution. And then imagine the amount of plastics that also enters the sea from the land due to land activity. You'll find that there's a lot of this, the acheke and the aloko that they sell on the street, beautiful, and also water sachets. Where are they? In plastics, right? So somebody drinks and throws it on the ground and it floats and finds itself into the sea. So the statistics now, the scientific information is showing that we're going to possibly have more fish, more, more, more plastics than fish in the sea. And this is a reality. She's also calling for an intergovernmental support and collaboration to protect wetlands and to tackle the plastic waste crisis. There are specific intergovernmental processes within which countries sit. And one of them, which is actually hosted by the United Nations Environment Programme, is the Abidjan Convention. The residents of Toblokope, a community nestled in the Ketu South municipality, are expressing growing frustration over what they perceive as neglect from government in addressing their developmental needs. The primary concerns of the residents center around the poor state of their roads and the lack of electricity infrastructure. The residents have threatened to go on demonstration to drum home their frustrations. I visited the community and has filed this report. Despite being an integral part of the Kete South municipality, Tubulkope has long struggled with inadequate infrastructure, hindering the daily lives of its residents. The roads, pockmarked with potholes and uneven surfaces, have become a source of constant inconvenience and pose a threat to the safety of both pedestrians and drivers. In addition to the road woes, Tubukope continues to grapple with the absence of electricity. The lack of this basic amenity hampers economic activities and affects the overall quality of life for residents. Without a reliable source of electricity, businesses struggle to thrive 
and students face challenges in their studies due to limited access to lighting during nighttime hours. Residents at a press briefing led by Maoli Zumega lamented how they have never had electricity through those surrounded by communities with electricity. A situation, he said, has been frustrating. He has been speaking with journalists. Those surrounded by lighted community, Tupelo Copper has never seen a light. Tupelo Copper, a community of about 6,000 dwellers in a community in the Katusab municipality of the Vota region, consisting in a sub-communities such as Nantema, Wuchima, Kachekposuma, Hakopa, Sochavikopa, Adavukopa, Ahosukopa, Apagama, and the others. Historically, Tupelo Copper is referred to as Viapa Kopaga because she is the mother of all neighboring communities, such as Wodaba, Kopaya, Aversiva, Koji, Agoguma. The neighboring communities came out of the ancient Tupelo Copper, who has now become a shadow of its offsprings due to lack of economic and social amenities. The most telling is the lack of electricity. Electricity. Ladies and gentlemen of the press, in the year 2009, under the late President Atta Mills, many communities, towns got connected to the national grid. But strangely, Tubulkova was left out. As a result of this inhuman treatment by all leaders, teachers posted to the community basic school leave without notice rendering the school underpopulated with teachers. The only chips compound in the community has been moved to a neighboring community due to the lack of electricity. The lack of understanding of the concept of ICT as a subject in the basic school, which is run by the equipment that requires light, but are asked to write the same exam as people in a Accra, Kumasi, and other big cities cannot be concluded that Tublukova are part of the modern community. We have at this press conference certain notice through the representatives of the central government, the MCE, who will receive a copy of this press that an urgent and cogent response is expected. Failure to compare the contractor to resume work and no concrete effort coming from the powers that be in two weeks' time. In two weeks' time, we will be compelled. Children, women, and everyone, including the numbering communities, to pour out into the street for mass action or demonstration. Some of the residents have also been speaking with joiners. Because of light problem, there are trouble next door. We have young men on a bed. We have a community. We have. I don't know Dovey. We go back to the park. We in a bad change now. Location go go here. We change me. I don't. I have a web. We make the phone at the chair. Hello, the chair. We have a school. We have a fiang here. We make the market. That's good. That's poor. We have a complete secondary school. However, but permanent. We have no view. We have. 
Now, some of the traditional leaders have also been speaking on the issue. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The general price level of goods and services for the month of October 2023 has dropped to 35.2%. We have details of that coming up shortly in business. That's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Every day, people have money emergencies. I need my school fees. Emergency. Mommy, chop money. Emergency. Emergency. Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies and chop life. Dial star Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank.
Hello, welcome, and time to do business with me, Emma Davis. The general price level of goods and services for the month of October 2023 has dropped to 35.2% from the 38.1% recorded in September this year. The Ghana Statistical Service attributes the decrease in the general inflation rate to the marginal drop in food inflation. Food inflation in the period was 44.8%, while non-food inflation was 27.7%. We'll bring you that report in our subsequent bulletins. Now, women entrepreneurs have been entreated to be heavy on bookkeeping to attract some foreign investments. According to the Project Officer for the International Trade Center, Theresa Aesu, this is key to making accurate budgeting possible and enabling proper reporting to investors. She spoke to Joy Business at the opening ceremony of the Investor Marketplace Finance Forum. Most often it's about um, stereotyping, um, also with our little uh, background searches we did, we also realized that um, it is not really um, a challenge uh, which probably they are facing with the financial institutions, but we also realize that some of them do not have good bookkeeping systems because um, normally when you want to assess any form of funding, uh, the financiers look out for a lot of things, whether to, to see whether you have like good, uh, good bookkeeping systems and then uh, also some look out for um, your business plan, um, your financial plan, off-taking plan and stuff like that. So um, we've actually started working uh, with most of these women. Um, some of them, this is actually their first time of being uh, in an auditorium with all of us, right? Uh, this is based on the fact that we have some people who are actually beneficiaries of the United Kingdom Trade Partnership Project. And then we also decided to uh, make it um, a nationwide project so that other people could actually benefit from this. The CEO of the Chartered Institute of Bankers, of Bankers Ghana, Robert Jato, has said that the institute will continue to train professional bankers to help grow the financial sector. He spoke to Joy Business after the institute welcomed 156 professional bankers as chartered bankers and graduated five students as professional bankers. The event held under the theme Redefining Professionalism in Banking Through Ethics also marked a significant milestone for CIB Ghana as it coincided with the Institute's 60th anniversary celebration. The ceremony brought together banking professionals, industry experts, and distinguished guests who gathered to witness the induction of these 156 new members and the graduation of five individuals. Chief Executive Officer of the Institute, Robert Jatou, said professional bankers must build confidence in the financial markets. At, at Charter Institute of Bankers Ghana, our mandate is to promote banking education and to regulate the practice of banking in Ghana. What does that mean? Developing trusted financial services professionals for our industry. So we are extremely excited uh, that this uh, today uh, we have graduated and inducted 161 newly chartered bankers or trusted professionals 
for the banking sector. And that brings to close to 800 uh, chartered bankers that we've developed in the last uh, four years. And the mandate and the charge we've given them really is to go and redefine professionalism in the banking sector and make a difference uh, for themselves, but also for the organizations they work for, and certainly for society, our country as a whole. The staff of Fidelity Bank, Alexander Noni, was the best graduating student. Uh, I told my colleagues, inductees and graduates, that um, this qualification that we have received is actually an enabler. And uh, we've been told time and time again that once we have this enabler, it means we are head and shoulders above our peers. And so what it says is that we need to make sure we utilize this knowledge and skills that we have gained in our various banks. Uh, wherever you find yourself, um, whether you're a teller, like I was telling them, whether you're a relationship manager, you're a branch manager, wherever you find yourself, you need to make an impact. That's all for business. My name is Emma Davis. For more news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. Up next is Post Tuesday. Yes, 12 essential vitamins that growing bodies need. So we'll grow healthy and strong. And Absolutely. Kidivite Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kidivite Multivitamin Drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with Kidivite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Prepare for an exhilarating experience at the main fair of the 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. Doors will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day to welcome you. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. Whether you're embarking on your home ownership journey or looking for upgrades, this fair is your destination for all things housing. Encounter a comprehensive assembly of stakeholders from Ghana's housing and construction sectors. Engage the experts across the spectrum of home creation and enhancement. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Citizen Habitats. Rent to Own and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough. Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, complete security solution. DBS, your roof experts. Virtual InfoSec Africa, security solutions by design. Alphabet City. The ABC of Home Sweet Home, St. Gobain Weber, Jiprock, Prorock, Placo, Isover, making the world a better home. Clifton Homes, 
beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. Let's discuss now on Joy News today with me, Muftar Nabila Abdullah. The Black Stars of Ghana, they have arrived in Kumasi to start preparations for the World Cup qualifier against Madagascar, which is going to happen on Friday. Members of the senior national team started arriving on Monday night and they have flown to Kumasi to hold their first training session that will be happening later today at the Babayala Sports Stadium. Two players, uh, Abdul Mumin and uh, Kamal Din Suleimana, their place have been replaced by um, Abdul, uh, Abdullah Nuruddin and uh, that of Fatal Ishahaku. They have been called up as late replacement for the duo who have been pulled out of the national team. We understand, that is Joyce Sports sources, understand that Abdul Mumin is injured, but we've also been made to understand that the head coach of the technical team uh, that is Chris Hilton. He will be speaking to the issue of Kamal Din Suleimana pulling out of the squad for the qualifier against Madagascar. The senior national team will play two matches. The first happened on Friday against Madagascar, and the second will be on November 21 against Comoros. That is Gideon Mensah on your shot there when he arrived in camp. That was last night. And uh, also other players uh, that have all been called up to the senior national team. A chunk of them are in town. This is a skip of the senior national team. Andre Ayu, who reported to camp uh, yesterday, which was Monday. And his younger brother, Jordan Ayu, also arrived in camp after playing for Crystal Palace last weekend. This is uh, Abdullah Nuruddin, who was given a late call-up uh, to replace... Um, the injured Abdul Mumin, who plays his football for Rayo Vallecano. And uh, this is Antoine Semenya. Uh, he also reported to the Black Stars camp on Monday afternoon. That's your sports for now. We do have more sports stories on myjoyonline.com. Up next is World News. into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.